Get ready to embark on a tranquil journey through enchanting narratives. Welcome to a world of soothing dreams. Welcome to Bibbic's Bedtime Stories. I'm so glad you could join me this evening. Tonight's reading is an article from The Atlantic titled, The College Essay is Dead, by Stephen Marsh. Nobody is prepared for how AI will transform academia. Suppose you are a professor of pedagogy and you assign an essay on learning styles. A student hands in an essay with the following right, they told a student paper in Christchurch, 
because the student guidelines at their university state only that you're not allowed to get somebody else to do your work for you. GPT-3 isn't somebody else. It's a program. The world of generative AI is progressing furiously. Last week, OpenAI released an advanced chatbot named ChatGPT that has spawned a new wave of marveling and hand-wringing, plus an upgrade to GPT-3 that allows for complex rhyming poetry. Google previewed new applications last month that will allow people to describe concepts in text and see them rendered as images. And the creative AI firm, Jasper, received a 1.5 billion valuation in October. It still takes a little initiative for a kid to find a text generation, generator, but not for long. The essay, in particular, the undergraduate essay, has been the center of humanistic pedagogy for generators. It is the way we teach children how to research, think, and write. That entire tradition is about to be disrupted from the ground up. Kevin Bryan, an associate professor at the University of Toronto, tweeted in astonishment about OpenAI's new chatbot last week. You can no longer give take-home exams homework, even on specific questions that involve combining knowledge across domains, the open AI chat is frankly better than the average MBA at this point. It is frankly amazing. Neither the engineers building the linguistic tech nor the educators who will encounter the resulting language are prepared for the fallout. has existed between humanists and technologists for a long time. In the 1950s, C.P. Snow gave his famous lecture, later the essay, The Two Cultures, describing the humanistic and scientific communities as tribes losing contact with each other. Literary intellectuals at one pole, at the other scientists, Snow wrote. Between the two, a gulf of mutual incomprehension. Sometimes, particularly among the young, hostility and dislike, but most of all, lack of understanding. They have a curious, distorted image of each other. Snow's argument was a plea for a kind of intellectual cosmopolitanism. Literary people were missing the essential insights of the laws of thermodynamics, and scientific people were ignoring the glories of Shakespeare and Dickens. The rupture that Snow identified has only deepened. In the modern tech world, in the In the modern tech 
humanistic education shows up in evidence of its absence. Sam Bankman-Fried, the disgraced founder of the crypto exchange FTX, who recently lost his 16 billion fortune in a few days, is a famously proud illiterate. I would never read a book, he once told an interviewer. I don't want to say no book is ever worth reading, but I actually do believe something pretty close to that. Elon Musk and Twitter are another excellent case in point. It's painful and extraordinary to watch the ham-fisted way a brilliant engineering mind like Musk deals with even relatively simple literary concepts such as parody and satire. He obviously has never thought about them before. He probably didn't imagine there was much to think about. The extraordinary ignorance on questions of society and history displayed by the men and women reshaping society and history has been the defining feature of the social media era. Apparently, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg has read a great deal about Caesar Augustus, but I wish he'd read about the regulation of the pamphlet press in 17th century Europe. It might have spared America the annihilation of social trust. These failures don't derive from mean-spiritedness or even greed, but from a willful obliviousness. The engineers do not recognize that humanistic questions, like, say, hermeneutics or the historical contingency of freedom of speech or the genealogy of morality, are real questions with real consequences. Everybody is entitled to their opinion about politics and culture, it's true. But an opinion is different from a grounded understanding. The most direct path to catastrophe is to treat complex problems as if they're obvious to everyone. You can lose billions of dollars pretty quickly that way. the technologists have ignored humanistic questions to their peril, the humanists have greeted the technological revolutions of the past 50 years by committing soft suicide. As of 2017, the number of English majors had nearly halved since the 1990s. History enrollments have declined by 45% since 2007 alone. Needless to say, humanists' understanding of technology is partial at best. The state of digital humanities is always several categories of obsolescence behind, which is inevitable. Nobody expects them to teach via Instagram stories. But more crucially, the humanities have not fundamentally changed their approach in decades, despite 
are still exploding meta-narratives like it's 1979, an exercise in self-defeat. Contemporary academia engages, more or less permanently, in in self-critique on any and every front it can imagine. In a tech-centered world, language matters, voice and style matter, the study of eloquence matters, history matters, ethical systems matter. But the situation requires humanists to explain why they matter, not constantly undermine their own intellectual foundations. The humanities promise students a journey to an irrelevant, self-consuming future. Then they wonder why their enrollments are collapsing. Is it any surprise that nearly half of humanities graduates choice of major? The case for the value of humanities in a technologically determined world has been made before. Steve Jobs always credited a significant part of Apple's success to his time as a dropout hanger-on at Reed College where he fooled around with Shakespeare and modern dance, along with a famous calligraphy class that provided the aesthetic basis for the Mac's design. A lot of people in our industry haven't had very diverse experiences, so they don't have enough dots to connect, and they end up with very linear solutions without a broad perspective on the problem. students to figure out the tech, three more years for the professors to recognize that students are using the tech, and then five years for university administration. 
administrators to, to decide what, if anything, to do about it. Teachers are already some of the most overworked, underpaid people in the world. They are already dealing with a humanities in crisis. And now this, I feel for them. And yet, despite the drastic divide of the moment, natural language processing is going to force engineers and humanists Sleep tight.